Yo, what's up, good people? You're now tuned in to Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure that you subscribe to and share the podcast, and if possible, please rate it and review it, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. As I always say, man, if you've been blessed by the podcast, I'd uh, greatly appreciate if you would consider supporting us financially. There's no obligation to do so. But if you'd like to contribute to support the pod, just click on the support this podcast link in the show notes, or you can even shoot me a cash app at dollar sign ADS LLC. No minimum or maximum amount. Whatever you give is greatly appreciated. All right. This is episode 33, y'all. And if you're listening to us same day, uh, today is April Fool's Day 2020. And so I thought it'd be only right that I simply ask this question, and that is, am I a fool? The reason I ask that is because right now I find myself in a place that many men my age were taught that you should never be in, and that is letting, yeah, letting, <laughs> letting your wife make more money than you. Yeah, you heard me right. My wife is currently making more money than me. Now, for those of us who are at least, I would say about 28 years old or so, and and maybe even some younger guys have heard or or kind of been conditioned to believe this way too, but we were conditioned by society and by our families and by our mentors to always be the head. And the thought has been for a long time that the head can't be the head if the wife is financially ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know, since the beginning of time, man, men were always supposed to be the ones, quote unquote, bringing home the bacon. It was supposed to be, you know, we make the money and the wife takes care of the money and make sure the bills and household stuff is handled, right? If she needs a little something to go out and shop with or get her nails done or her hair done, then, you know, we break off and she goes and does her thing. However, I believe, y'all, that it's been time for us to publicly kill this version of masculinity, which is actually, in my opinion, pretty toxic. Think about it. Whether you're a man or a woman, there are certain things you've probably heard that a man man just should not do, right? Like you don't cry in front of other people or don't hug and kiss on your male children and don't tell other men you love them. You definitely don't let your woman make more money than you. Well, I'm here to tell you today that if not doing those things is what makes me a man, I failed the man test a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's just that's just real. Now, while all those things that I just mentioned are crazy, it's especially the last one that really hits hard because we tie money to power. Like I always knew that, you know, I'd love and dote on my children when it was time to become a dad and I always knew that you know, I'd shed tears whenever the moment called for it. And I've never really been ashamed to tell people I love them, but I never thought I'd be the guy who was in the minority position in my relationship from a financial perspective. Never saw that happen. Never. See, here's the thing. There's this interpretation of the golden rule that says the person who has the gold makes the rule. Meaning that 
whoever is in the better financial position is the one in control. Now, while that may be the sad reality in business, that should never be the reality at home. It's this kind of thinking that has allowed a lot of sorry men to maintain a power position in their relationships. And um, a good financial situation has kept a whole lot of women stuck in a bad emotional situation. I, I go as far as to say that the majority of, of manhood has been consumed with making sure that if we don't have the upper hand in anything else, we better have it when it comes to money. But if we're competing with each other financially in the same household where we should be working towards the same goals, on the same page, with the same intentions, if we're competing with each other, something ain't right. Because when we do that, we immediately become competitors and not collaborators. And last time I checked, a house divided against itself cannot stand. I've heard it said that a man should never make a bill or get a bill that he can't pay himself. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand the sentiment behind that of being able to you know, handle your obligations and, and be financially stable, but it undercuts the whole team narrative when it comes to marriage and sharing a household. Because look, just think about it. For the most part, to get the kind of home we want and to live the lifestyle that we envision, it typically takes two. See, what sense does it make to try to accumulate a lifestyle that requires you working overtime to maintain it when we can put our money together and have time to actually enjoy it? We can't raise a society of independent girls but then get offended when they become independent women. So for my men who are listening today, before you ever think you're in danger of being a fool because your woman might be making more money than you, check yourself first to see if you're meeting your obligations. Yeah, see, every man has built-in obligations that came the moment we were created. And in my opinion, those obligations for us are three things that we're required to be in our homes. And those three things never change. We're supposed to be the priest, the provider, and the protector of our homes. So let's explore that real quick. Plain and simple, what it means to be the priest of our home is to set the spiritual tone. Like, look, our significant others should want to praise God with us. Our kids should learn God from us. And we should always work to get more God in us. Now, don't get it wrong. This is not to say that, you know, our wives or significant others don't have significant responsibility as well when it comes to spirituality or all things spiritual when it comes to the home. But as men, we should want to take an actively proactive approach to making sure the spiritual health of our home is on point. The greatest gift you can give your house is to make sure that everybody in it knows that God is y'all's source, point blank, period. Provider is the role that sometimes gets us in our own heads because we reduce providing to being, once again, all about money. However, the role of provider goes way beyond just finances. 
I truly believe it's my job to provide for my family, not just financially, but emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, socially, the list goes on and on, right? It's my job to do my job in such a way that my family's financial needs are met, which means whatever it is I do, I better do the best I can do financially to make sure that they're taken care of. Emotionally, I need to be able to be vulnerable with the people in my home. And I also need to be emotionally available so that when they need a listening ear or a shoulder to cry on, I'm ready, I'm available, I'm there. Physically, I need to do my best to ensure my family's health is as good as it can be, which means encouraging us to eat as right as we can and exercise as often as possible and making sure we have regular doctor's visits, etc. Mentally, I have to take a vested interest in making sure that my wife and my sons keep learning and growing and expanding their perspectives, right? And from a social standpoint, it's my job to represent them and make sure that my actions don't hurt their reputations. To be a true provider means more than just bringing home the bacon. No, it means making sure the people who are eating the bacon are proud of the one who brings it home. And last but not least, to be the protector means to do all you can to keep your folks safe. And again, this extends beyond just the typical physical safety needs, but it also includes the emotional, financial, and mental safety as well. Who cares if I got a cut physique, if I've ruined my kids' credit before they turn 10 years old, or I die and my family got to take out a loan to bury me? Who cares if I've got the most advanced system from ADT or Ring or Vivint? If I live in such a way that embarrasses my family and ruins their reputations in public. And who cares if I teach them how to stand up to their bullies and bosses at school and at work if they're being bullied by me at home. Being a protector means that, yes, if their physical lives are in danger, I'm responsible. But it also means that any other area that's open to attack, I'm responsible for those too. So, I started off by asking you the question, am I a fool? But admittedly, the question was rhetorical because I already know the answer. Absolutely not. Women today are more independent than ever. They're more versatile than ever. And they contribute in more ways than ever. A strong woman is never a negative for a strong man. And honestly, I've learned over the past couple of years that one of the worst things from yesteryear that needs to be ended is this idea that when it comes to our home, we have, you know, men's jobs and women's jobs. Me and my wife, I think kind of unconsciously, threw those out a long time ago because we understood that the health of our home is dependent on us taking care of our home. There may be some things that I do that, you know, so that she doesn't have to do, like taking out the trash, of course, but... I also cook and wash dishes and wash clothes and vacuum and so does she. But those things uh, that I do were at one point considered crazy for a man to do. So if things that were once considered crazy are now normal, doesn't that also extend to finances? So 
I've evolved in my belief. And I can now say, after a few years of experience in the financial minority, that when it comes to money, a man should never be measured by his income, but rather by his impact. That's the episode, y'all. If you've gotten anything from it, please take a second to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends and family, and please leave uh, a rating and review for us. If you're inspired and want to work with me one-on-one when it comes to this or any other subject, man, I'd love to have you as a client and, and help you make some things happen. So feel free to reach out to me via any of my social media. Username is just simply Anthony D. Sparks. You can hit me up on my website, www.anthonydsparks.com. Or you can even shoot me a text at 415-935-0219. Real quick, it's just a quick announcement. Um, On my website, uh, I now have, um, if you subscribe to our new, I guess, newsletter, announcement, email blast, whatever you want to call it, you'll get a free copy of uh, my new ebook entitled Help, I'm Struggling With My Purpose. So for anybody out there who may be having some difficulty um, with your purpose. Um, I've got a new ebook that that's yours for free. Um, all you got to do is just sign up for our mailing list. All right. So that being said, man, thank y'all so much for rocking with me as always. I'm looking forward to the next time and I hope y'all are too. Stay, stay safe out there. I'll talk to you soon. I'm out.